Good morning. That's a bit better. And pretend you didn't hear me the first time. Now, it takes me nearly as long to sell as a dog to give a talk. So, uh, first of all, did James do really well? Yeah. James is reading, yeah.
What about the clouds? Yeah. What about the sky? Feel yeah. free to join them, it's quite easy. <laughs> what about the earth? Yeah. What about the moon? It's great over there, good work. What about the sun? Yeah. And what about the stars? Yeah. Alright. Okay. I remember when we first started the song in Sunday school. And it was great fun learning. It's really quite easy to learn. And we had lots of fun learning it. And I remember after the first time we went through it, one of the kids asked me, Well, what is bigger than God's love then? And I thought, that's a great question. It's great that we have kids that are wanting to know more and are asking the questions and trying to find out more about God. I have a story to tell. And if you know me, you know that I love a good story. This guy's called Bert. And I Bert, are there any Berts that carry in their Berts today? <laughs> no Berts at all. Nobody wants to pretend to be a Bert just for. No. Big Bert was a billionaire. Yeah. And he had made his money from oil fields, selling oil all over the world. Then one day, his, own, his only child, one daughter, turned 18 years old. I know. <laughs> turned 18 years old. And he thought to himself, I must get a daughter for, or I must get a husband for my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> a daughter for my husband. A husband for my daughter. <laughs> I must get a daughter. Husband for my daughter. <laughs> so what I will do is I will send infants to everyone in the park. But it's not married yet. And it was a lot of time. So he sent letters out to everybody in the village. All the men in the village that have not been married yet, he sent a letter to and said, Would you please come to my house? Come round the backyard and we'll do refreshments for you at the swimming pool. He had a swimming pool in his backyard. I don't know. So Big Bird Billionaire waited, the day arrived, and cried when men arrived in. And they all went right to the backyard, right to the far end of the swimming pool. It was nearly as big as here. And they went to the far end of the swimming pool, and down the far end was a table filled with tea and coffee and Coca Cola and Fanta and Yazoo and good chips and stuff like that. And maybe the odd bottle. So they all were taking their tea and good chips and Coca Cola and all the rest of the week on, and then all of a sudden they realised in the swimming pool. Thank you for your support. <laughs> you can come up 
beside me, and I'm not, no. There's zero, I don't want to So, you have a choice, he says. You can zoom across the world, and I will give you a choice of three. I will write you a check right now for one million pounds. I will, you can choose that, or you can choose to have my most expensive oil feed. Or, I'm personally choose my favorite, he says, I will give you my daughter's hand in marriage. and there was silence. And then Slash! Huge big slash! And everybody turned around from the table and saw this guy swimming faster than any Olympic swimmer. Well, it looked like that anyway. He's not splashing. And he made his way the whole way up and he clambered out of the pool at this end. And he stood, catching his breath, in the water jar of the rock. somebody to swim through it, and it was filled with crocodiles, sharks, alligators, stuff like that, really scary stuff. And he expected somebody to swim through it out of love for his daughter. There might have been a wheel. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me that swam through the pool either. 
Did anyone? Did anybody swim through the door? Yes. But he was pushed in, wasn't he? He didn't think, I want that, I'm going to swim through this. He was pushed in. In Sunday school, some Sunday mornings, we play a game called Deep Blue Sea. Do you remember? And the hall suddenly becomes a swimming pool filled with sharp infested custard. It's quite serious. I don't think you understand. It's quite serious. Now, if I was standing on the stage and if the swimming pool in there was sharp infested custard, filled with sharp infested custard, I wonder would there be anybody here willing to swim through the custard with sharks in it to come and see me? And don't be smart and say that you could just go out the fire exit to the window for the little <laughs> I wonder would there be anybody who would be willing to swim through that to save me? God loves us so much that he would swim across the pool for us. His love is bigger than the swimming pool for the alligators and sharks and crocodiles. It's bigger than that. Now, I have my box with me. Bigger than a wheel, you're right. In my box, I have a few things. I'm going to try something, and as usual, it could go wrong. It could go right. I'm hoping for right. I don't know what you're hoping for, but I'm hoping for it's going to go right. In my box. And by the way, I must share. One day, I left my box here, and there were sweets in my box. Um, and when I came back. <laughs> new sweets. Now, I have found that my sweets are, the new sweets that I have are still in my box. Because they're incredibly sour sweets that I have. I was hoping that the people who have been taken in the would have tried them today and realised that they weren't that new. But they're still there. Now, I have got this with me today. Does anybody know what this is? I don't. She had not as you can see, I don't often see you. I do. I have this, and I also have one other thing. You need to be careful. I have... Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a competition now between you and Tanya over here. Alright? You're winning. Sorry. So, here's the thing. Okay. This could end up being really messy, so if you're in the front row, I apologize. I know you look beautiful in the front row, but maybe not for long. So here's the thing. You've got a can of foam, alright? And so the can of foam, you can see that the can is actually slightly smaller than the glass, isn't it? Yes. And look, it is going to fit right inside the glass. If I take this glass, it's the only one that I But it fits right inside the glass, yeah? So here's the thing. Think of your biggest problem, or your biggest suffering, or your biggest trial, or the thing that upsets you the most. Alright? And this is it. Right here. And this, I'm sure God's love has never been likened to shaving foam, but, for example, this is God's love. And I'm going to show, hopefully, that God's love is bigger than that. Because even though this looks smaller, it is smaller and it fits inside everything, when we start to fill up our problems with God, <laughs> I start to fill up the car every time. 
see any further, just remember that God's love is like shaving foam. Because it can fill that problem and overcome that problem and the next one and the next one and the next one because people's problem people's mistake that we often I often make is we think God's love just isn't big enough because it sometimes it doesn't seem big enough. Has anybody here ever had an ear infection? Thank you. Yourself. Thank you. Oh no. Oh sorry. Sorry. Thanks. Sorry. Some people have. It's very painful. I've never had one, but it is apparently very, very painful. Well, I was talking to a friend and his daughter, and he was a teenager of some of you girls in Sunday school, and she had an ear infection. It was very sore, and she had drops to put in her ear, and it went on for days, and it kept coming back for days and days, and she would be crying at night. She couldn't get to sleep. And the dad, her dad said something that was really, really important and it stuck with me. And he said, if only I could take the pain for her, I would take that pain for her. He said, her dad said that. If only I would take the pain just so that she doesn't have to. And we all know, we've been told that Jesus has come here to this earth to take that pain for us. Not just our ear infection pain, but he's also come to take all of our problems all of our suffering away. Why? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Because he just loves us. And his love is bigger than a burger. It's almost like he swam across a swimming pool for us, filled with sharks and alligators and crocodiles, just to save us. I have a confession, just to finish up. I have chosen Jesus because his love is bigger. That's the bottom line. That's the reason why. His love is bigger, therefore I have chosen him. And here's what happens next. And I love it. And I don't like to use that word very flippantly. But I love what happens next. In 1 Peter 1, 9, James read, I am, I've changed the word you to I. I am filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, a joy that I cannot express. I am receiving the goal of my faith, the salvation of my soul. 